Oh no! Yeah, you already know what time it is. I don't want to do the show today. It is time. It is time for y'all gonna hold this shit down without me. Khalil Matt's favorite word. It's time for Florida's favorite sports podcast, number one favorite sports podcast, and that podcast, ladies and gentlemen, goes by the Khalil Max Balls. You didn't even let me get it out correctly. Oh, you're too high. Let's have a moment of silence right now, ladies and gentlemen. For the Oakland Raiders. No, it wouldn't be really for the Raiders. This is really for, for Buddha. I didn't want to say that. Yeah. My car for real. I feel bad. Well, I mean, you know. It won't be the first time today. You know. Uh, well, shit happens. So, in case you all didn't know, normally we record on a Thursday, but we're doing this recording today on a Saturday. Because life gets a little Did crazy. Did you even finish you know? the... You still didn't yeah. say a sports podcast, I don't think. No, I didn't. I didn't at all. No. No, I didn't. Dang. Trash. So this whole time, like, the ticker is going off. People are annoyed as fuck because they're like, yo, like. <laughs> That's crazy. A sports podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It's a podcast hey, with we don't balls. Need your here. Welcome to Ball Sports <laughs> Podcast. It's a podcast with balls about balls. You know who doesn't have balls? The Raiders. The Oakland Raiders. So, I can just denounce them as a team. I can't do that. That's my team. But, <laughs> but what I will say, um, like Nuz was saying, we're recording this um, podcast on a Saturday. Sorry, we're getting it to you guys late this week, but you know, we all had stuff to do. Um, woke up to the headline this morning Khalil Mack heading to the, bra- the Bears. I was like, oh, the best. The best. So he went from a team that has an inflection like the Raiders, and now he's going to a team with another inflection like the Bears. So we'll go. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but we'll start things off. Episode fifty-one. Any fifty-ones? Gerard Mayo. Speaking of the Bears, Dick Buckus. Yep. Jamie Collins. Yep. Bruce Irvin. <laughs> he wore fifty-one. Where's fifty-one? Yeah, yeah, but he wore it because, yeah. Yeah, because Khalil Mack wore 52. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy as hell. That's insane. Yep. Yeah. It was good. It was 51 on one side. Thank you for passing me my agenda, finally, no Buddha. Uh, Manti Teo. <laughs> I don't know if he's a relevant player. No. He is. He did well. He did well for the Saints last year. Uh, Takeo Spikes wore fifty one. He did wear fifty one. Takeo, that's true. Couple MLB people. Uh, I feel John like Lester, Randy Johnson. Yeah, I believe wore fifty one. Not John Lester. Yeah, Randy Johnson wore fifty one. Um, Ichiro Suzuki. Ichiro Suzuki. Ichiro Suzuki. Is that the save king? Bernie Williams. Shout out to Ichiro Suzuki is a is a field player. He's one of the greatest hitters of all time. They say he's the greatest Asian player of all time. I can I can I can see that. Yeah, 
<clears throat> um, Sam Mills, one of the shortest players ever. Oh, snap. Jonathan Vilma. Mm-hmm. Wow. Jeesh. And I think that's all. Oh, Trevor Hoffman's another good one from the MLB. He's got like. Oh, and just for the record, uh, we may if you if we sound distracted at all during this, it's because we're watching the Oklahoma FAU game. We're watching the FAU. Woo! Yeah, so you may hear us reacting. Oh, watch out, Robert, your boy, slide. Oh yeah. Oh, he oh got, hey, hey, where's the flag? Where's the flag? Ride with your boy. Robinson about to be out showing up, boys. Heisman Trophy winner, first Heisman Trophy winner in FAU history, outside of Motor Singletary. I'll go with me. It's not about the window. High All the right. Motor single Terry is right back. Moving on. That's, that's why I said outside the motor. We got this week's Dad Joke of the Week. Oh, shit. Brought to you by... The Oakland Raiders? Yeah. <laughs> and it's fitting because this week's joke is actually about a bear. Nice. So, a bear goes into a restaurant. What's a bear doing in a restaurant? Shut up. It's part of the joke. Bear goes into a restaurant... And the waiter goes, would you like anything to eat? The bear says, yes. So the bear can speak. Can you, can you let me do the joke? The yeah. bear says, yes, I would love a grilled cheese. Waiter goes, why the big pause? The bear goes, because I'm a bear. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> big pause. <laughs> 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 ah, well done. Well done. <laughs> well done. I like that one. Who did you think of that one, Dylan? Brilliant. <laughs> I'm still having a moment of silence right now. Just bear with me. See what I did there? Dad joke. It's rough. It's a rough morning for me, guys. Did you have your coffee? Oh, well, yeah, it's really a rough morning for you now. Should I have your cafe con leche? Cafe ole, dang, 30 Yeah, it was took off and then folded. Folded hard. So, where are we starting? We're going to start in the N F L. Yeah. yeah, we got to talk about this shit. You thought I was going to say NCAA. The N A. Yep. F A L A. Yep. The Niffle. 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 Okay. <clears throat> so, you know, first things first, we got some big contract news um, that has happened over the course of the past week. Odell Beckham finally got his contract. Huge contract. Um, Beckham team going to go to the Super Bowl. What was that? None of those teams are going to go to the Super Bowl this year. Is this true? Um, maybe. Packers have a chance. They're not going. Okay. They paid Aaron Rodgers a hundred mil. So it's a wrap. The curse will continue. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Odell got a $95 million contract. Um, I'm not sure how much of that's guaranteed. It's a good chunk of that that's guaranteed, though. I think it's like 60-something. Mm-hmm. 63 yeah. Um, so that's good. We knew he was going to eventually get paid. Um, Aaron Rodgers set the uh, the new market high for quarterbacks, um, being a 
four-year, $134 million contract with over $80 million guaranteed. Sheesh. And he'll get $80 million. That $80 million he'll get by March. So by yeah. the end of this year, he'll have that $80 million. Yep. He's getting that money quick. <sighs> Woo! You're getting eighty million of your one hundred and thirty something in yeah. one year. One year. They front they they front loaded the contract that way. If they want to do any other big contracts in the next like few years, they'll be able to do it so that he won't be taking up all their cap space. Tragic. Must be nice. Yeah. And then <sighs> um, wow. Yeah, it must be nice to get a contract. Aaron Donald. That boy better not get hurt. Who? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's why I don't. I personally don't agree with that contract amount. I mean, you guys, you guys know that I'm, I love Aaron Rodgers, but I think that is a, a gamble, especially on a player who has had um, the injuries that he's had. You know, especially being collarbone injuries, shoulder injuries, shoulder injuries. Those are those are kind of red flags. Oh, no, this touch football league will be fun. This is touch football this is league. Very, very true. I mean, um, but he has a weak—he has a weak shoulder. I—I'd be scared anytime he lands on that left shoulder. He's not gonna land on it. It's—it's it's the tiffle, baby. The tiffle. You can't tackle in the tiffle. And then um, the Rams re-signed Aaron Donald, six years, one hundred thirty-five million dollars, with eighty-seven million guaranteed. Um, he's the richest defensive player and the richest deal in NFL history for a defensive player, which is only going to be topped uh, by tomorrow by. The Bears acquiring Khalil Mack from the Raiders. Um, this is very rough for me. Here, all of my money here. Right. I understand both sides of it. I know it's a financial decision, um, you know, and it kind of considering you have you just re-signed Derek Carr last year. This year, Khalil Mack was up. Next year would be Cooper. Uh, my whole thing is you had a year to kind of figure out how you were going to do this. Um, Shouldn't let Cooper had to go. And my whole thing is if you would have at least negotiated with Columac, talk to him. Y'all haven't spoken to this man since February. This is true. How do you expect to make any ground on contract negotiations when there's no communication there? Right. Um, so Mac felt disrespected by the whole thing. Um what what bothers me about it the most is the fact that doing this doing this to the Raiders, they've cut out the heart of the team. He was the leader in the locker room. He's the best player on the team, point blank, period. Um, everybody in the office liked him. Everybody in the locker room liked him. And honestly, I think it does bad for morale in the sense of motivation purposes because now, if I'm on that team, what's my motivation to ball out if I know I'm not about to get paid if y'all just going to release me when it comes time to it? What's my motivation? Because I know when you do release me, I'm going to get paid somewhere else. So, <clears throat> here's... And I get a nice change of scenery. Here's, here's a couple of... Uh, here's a couple of uh, scenarios that kind of like went through my head thinking about it. First and foremost, John Gruden never wanted him. That's number one. Number two, I think Gruden is investing more in the offense and the defense. I kind of think he's looking at it like this. 
what am I going to give you a big contract for if our defense is going to be trash with or without you? Well, that's the way the league is going now, too, especially with all these these penalties being made that cater to the offense even more. I mean, it doesn't really make sense to sign <laughs> defensive players this big money. Right. So he probably looking at it like you're an awesome football player and, and, and it's all good. But, I mean, I really have no purpose to give you all this money. You're going to give us a bunch of 15 yards. <clears throat> Because you playing, you playing is going to be great. You're going to get all these sacks and all this other stuff. We're going to give you 150, well, 130 plus million dollars for us to be a top 16, 17, 18, maybe even worse defense in the league because we ain't got no secondary. And get booted out of the first round. So Gruden is looking at it like, man, I'm not trying to invest all that. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like this Aaron Donald deal kind of put the final nail in the coffin. Easily. Because they were going to have to top it at that point. Now, if the Raiders had negotiated early on in the offseason and signed him, they probably could have gotten away with like a $110 million contract. Right. Because that would have been right around Von Miller, J.J. Watt. But now it's going to be up to between 136 and 140, and that's a whole other ballgame we're talking. So Raiders did themselves a disservice by – just not I, that's the one thing that just bothers me the most like you didn't even communicate with the man you know it's one thing if, if both sides didn't agree to what they were trying to accomplish but like how do you know if both sides can't come to an agreement if you don't even try to communicate for real like you're just assuming you you're just assuming that he's going to be a stickler for this guaranteed money when you haven't even had a conversation with him like hey you know we can't give you this all up front how about we work it to where you know we give you this for right now, and then in two years, we can come back to it. You know? like Because Mac has said multiple times he wanted to be a Raider his whole career. And I feel like you did yourself a disservice by not even trying to, to work something out. That's what you They didn't want him to be a Raider. Gruden didn't want him to be a Raider. You have any other head coach, he gets that deal. Yeah. So it begins. I mean, and as, <laughs> and as much as I... As much as I... Wow. As much as I want to put... Um, the Raiders on the list, I, I, I can't. Yeah, it's not the, not the dumbest thing ever. It's, yeah, I mean, it, it may, your list. It may very well go down as their, <laughs> their worst move in franchise history outside of drafting Jamarcus Russell. Um, but I just they gotta make up for it. They gotta do. You gotta. You feel me? Yeah. All either I know. You got, either you gotta have a mean rebuilding process. Yeah. Or All I know is these, these rookies that we got need to ball out this year. So Arden Key, he's going to have to step it up big time. P.J. Hurst, uh, or no, I'm sorry, P.J. Hall, Maurice Hurst, all of them. Like, they got to they gotta step it up and pick up the slack because as of right now, it's it's Bruce Irvin on one side and then whoever else on the other side. So we'll see. I think. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Um. But moving on from that, I don't want to talk about Khalil Mack anymore just because, you know, it's going to be rough for me today. Um, <laughs> so we'll get to, you know, week one's coming up next week. And, you know, big battle that we've seen brewing on Twitter and everybody's been talking about it is uh, Jalen Ramsey versus Odell Beckham Jr. Week one. Um, it's being dubbed Batman versus the Joker. Batman being Ramsey, Joker being Odell. Um I don't think that's gonna go. That I, I think they're both gonna. I think they're both gonna get off. Yeah. I think. I think Jalen Ramsey gonna get a pick. I feel like Odell Beckham is gonna play his game. But I mean, Jalen Ramsey is the type of cornerback that would be able to 
put some clamps right. on um, on Odell Beckham Jr. because yeah. he's he's, he's kind of in that, that Josh Norman mold, right. but he's a little bigger. Now, do you think <clears throat> I I personally I don't think it's going to be as chippy as it was with Josh Norman because I think Odell and Ramsey have a mutual respect for each other. I think I mean it's going to be a physical game for sure, but I don't think we're going to see a lot of like the bullshit that we were seeing between Odell and, and Norman. Be Odell, I, Odell. I don't, I don't think, think he's going to be Odell the whole game. <laughs> Oh, you don't, don't think he's gonna stick? He's gonna stick with Odell. I feel like he will, but only if Odell like comes to the side. Okay. Yeah. I uh, can lock your ass up too, and he's true. got two niggas to worry about. It's the benefit of having two of the best corners of the league. I don't think that Odell is even gonna get chippy with him. I think personally, after he got that contract, he's a different man. Yeah. Personally. Yeah. Like he's just different. Like for the first time, he wore a Jaguars. I mean, a Giant shirt. Yeah. He's never worn Giants gear on any public thing ever. First day after he signed that contract, he had a polo, wasn't it? Yeah, had yeah. a whole Giants gear like New York for life, baby. Wait till I get this NY tattoo, baby. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I don't think I don't think it's gonna be as chippy. I think <clears throat> what's what's interesting is that if it. Don't ever doubt that it can't get chippy because right. we never thought AJ Green was the kind of guy to get chippy with anybody. And he got Jalen Ramsey got AJ Green to the point where this man was punching his helmet. Like <laughs> Jalen is a bully. He is a bully out there. So it's and not only is that I think not only is is it the fact that he's a bully, honestly, and I'm not even trying to be funny about it. I think because of the way he acts and the way he talks. It makes it even worse. Because he acts and talks sweet. Yeah. But he's a big... But, he's, he's, but, he'll, but he'll body you. He's out honestly. here bodying you and he's like, <laughs> you know you don't want it. You know you don't want it. And it's like... Worse than that. Do better. Oh, my God. Do better. <laughs> ain't nothing worse than that in your ear. Maryland, we about to win this bitch. Yeah, exactly. We about to win this bitch. Duval. Duval. Um, so, in other news, Teddy Bridgewater... Headed to the Saints. Round of Trey Bridgewater. I mean, I think this is a great move for him. He's about to take, over the, about to take over the mantle, you know, after mm-hmm. after Breeze hangs it up. Um, Breeze has two years left. I think he's set to retire after after these last two years. Um, what was crazy, though, is that the Jets were on a bus when they got the news that he was traded. Like, the bus had to stop and Bridgewater had to get off the bus. Now, a question that's been asked by me, to me. Was the bus like they stopped like in the middle of the inner like a interstate or like yeah, they no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure I'm sure they pulled off somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure in my head, I'm like that'd be green as fuck. Express with hey, oh, you gotta get over. Well, <laughs> I mean, I'm imagining they probably had already something to where he already had a ride ready to go. Like, mm-hmm. like they probably were he like got an Uber. No, I'm saying not him, but like the team probably were like, okay, we're trading him. All right, we're going to need to get him off the bus. Let's make sure we have some kind of travel arrangements for him to pick him had. up. Huh? <laughs> I heard they ain't even had, I heard you just had to get off. For real? <laughs> we just had to wave to the buses that drove off. Just the, the plume of dust or not the, the smoke <laughs> from the, the mufflers. <laughs> He's just waving. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, like, that's what was crossing my mind when they told him to get off the bus. Like, somebody just walked up to him and was like, fam, you've been traded. And he's just kind of like, oh, word? All right. I had to A-Y bus. Yeah. I'm, I'm, Where I'm, I'm going to trade it to? Oh, the Saints? 
Oh, bet. Let me get my shit real quick. <laughs> so, oh, get my bet. Get my bet. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, two things are realized from this: Sam Darnold will be the starter for the Jets. Um, I think that's the youngest clear cut. The youngest starter in NFL history. That not bad. He's um, good. Oh, Ooh. wow. FAU's down 14 nothing. He's had a blocked punt. Well, there goes my upset alert. Yep. All right. Yeah. Hey, we'll, get, we'll get to that a little bit later, but yeah. Um, hey, man, listen. So, you know, so, we, so Darnold will be the starter for the Jets, and, you know, Bridgewater's in a pretty sweet situation to where he could potentially get a ring this year um, if things fall the Saints' way. Um and just be have a good roster on hand for when it's time for him to take over, if that is in fact the Saints' plan. Right. Um, so good for him. Um, now during the preseason, both the Rams and the Bears decided not to start um, any of their starters for the preseason. They decided to sit them all for the entire preseason, so they got zero reps the whole preseason. Um, what do you guys think about that strategy? Does it does it matter in I'll be surprised if the they feel like Mignon they first game. That's yeah. what I'm wondering. So I think, <sighs> I mean, if you're having inter-squad practices, then I don't think it is really a big deal because mm-hmm. those those practices tend to be like games. Um, I mean, you got to look at it in the aspect of this. How many teams that have gone 4-0 in the preseason have it translate to a good season in the league? No, no, I mean, no. I don't think it's about the wins about it, though. It's just about uh, actually being out there playing on, like, live game situations. The starters being like, game ready, yeah. But, I mean, I feel like you can get game ready in practice. Mm. I don't know. I feel like it's – I'm more nervous about it as far as the Rams go just because there's so many new pieces to their squad. You have two new starting corners. You're adding Indomitian Sue. Like, you have – Big important pieces to that defense that are joining, and we don't know necessarily. That's what the Bears just did. He just picked up. Yeah, Khalil Mack. Right. 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 That's oh yeah, Mack's gonna be ready. He's gonna he put is, him on the like, line. Like, it's week one. You about to already throw him to a defense that right, and then they all yeah. well, play together. It looks like they're gonna move Mack to back to linebacker. Yeah, exactly. Because linebacker. they run more of a, a three, three. Uh, three minute three four. Is it three four? Yeah, it's a three four. It's like an attacking three four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. That's right. Three four. Yeah, so they they run an attack in three four in Chicago, so they'll have him going to the quarterback. He can handle that. They'll have him probably doing that until he gets like the full. That's crazy. Over the screen, but yeah, but I mean, I think a lot of teams are going to adopt that strategy because you know there are players that are getting crazy injuries in preseason. So it's like, well, shoot, better you get injured in the season versus you get injured in the preseason and we ain't even do nothing. So. I mean, it's it's risky, high risk, high reward. Because right. if you're if you're getting them ready in practice, game one, week one, you're good to go. <clears throat> and from a strategic standpoint, you got to realize too, nobody has film on your guys yet. Nobody has film on the Rams defense yet. That's true. Nobody knows what they're gonna run. Nobody knows what blitzes they're gonna do. Nobody knows where they're gonna send. Nobody knows where they're gonna line up. Remember, they got Akeem Talib, they got Joiner, they've got Jack Rabbit. And they got another corner. I'm forgetting the name. Uh, Marcus Peters. So you don't know who's lining up where. Who's going to be the nickel guy? Who's going to line up over slot? Who's coming on the blitz? Are you setting one of those corners up to safety? Like, what do you have set up? Are you doing cover three? Are you sitting in cover three? Are you doing a rolling six? So there's a lot that 
people ain't going to be accountable for that. They probably have some tricks in the bag. And you know that the Rams coach is really big on innovative new things. And it's almost the same thing with the Bears offense, too. They got some new pieces. There's not really a lot of film on their starters. Right. So, you know, like I said, high risk, high reward. Set with Trubisky throw 15 picks. <laughs> Throwing 15 picks isn't bad. For Trubisky, year. it'll be. They're going to have 15 picks, 18 touchdowns. All right. Um, so we need to uh, put another round of applause in for uh, Colin Kaepernick. Yes. Uh, getting a first win in his uh, in his case. Um, he got a hearing. Yeah, he's finally got a hearing. A judge, you know, deemed it worthy. I guess and he saw there was enough to it to where you know it was worth hearing him out. So progress. Is gonna Colin Kaepernick is gonna never need to take another snap in oh, the yeah. league. There's there's no way that this doesn't go to case. It will go to case. It's too much evidence of collusion, and it's gonna be really hard pressed for a judge to look at that and be like, "Oh, I can't give you no case, or I can't grant you no case." It's right there in front of your face. Like it's so crazy that we know about it. It's public knowledge right now. Mm-hmm. So you got to ask yourself, what is it that they have that Colin Kaepernick's team is deciding not to release? Mm-hmm. What do they know that we don't know yet? Does it get worse? It might get worse. We might hear about some owners that we don't want to hear about. Right? Like, is- like some owners that we think are the good guys are also part of this right. collusion. And like- this, this also opens the door for guys like Eric Reed. Who are in a similar situation where they're extremely talented, young. He should win off rip. And yeah, like there's no Too reason there's no reason why they shouldn't be on a team. Right. And the fact that it's it there it's been proven that during their uh uh interview process or whatever, when teams have talked to him, one of the things they've been asking is if they plan on protesting during the national anthem. Right. And when they say you know, either I don't know or yes, I plan on it. And then all of a sudden the team's no longer interested. It's like, okay, that's sounds like collusion to me. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's a lot of collusion. And then, I mean, he, he definitely stacked his chips. I'm pretty sure every situation that he got into, he made sure to keep a valid record of it and did what he was supposed to do. And I mean, like that's, that's what's going to happen. I mean, a man's going to get a paycheck and I, and I think that's, that's important. So decent. He bought a bank on y'all dumb man. He's, he's going to make some cash, bro. Yeah. He's going to make some cash. Shout out to Kaepernick, though. Shout out to Kaepernick. You see up the models Troy. Yeah, they did. Um, it was Troy that they played? Something like that. Or UConn. UConn. All right. So uh, this past week, Jerry Jones um, and others, actually, I mean, it's been talked about for a few years now about minimizing the preseason. Uh, making it only a couple games and then adding two games to the regular season, making it an 18 game season. Um, what do you guys think are some of like the you know maybe the pros or the cons of of doing that? Is that something you guys would be for against? I'm always for more football personally. I, I'm all for it, and then you can exercise the use of not starting your yeah. your starters. I have two games just to see what you're. You could got. and you could extend the training camp aspect of things too make the training camp itself longer just don't necessarily have the um, preseason game I think I think it's a good idea 
Um, I think it makes it makes the non-divisional games just as important now mm-hmm. because obviously you still would have your home and away for your division, but now you're going to have more. You're going to have two more non-divisional games that are going to matter. So it makes it easier for the schedule makers to make a decent schedule because what you can do is you can have two games against because right now your opponents playing, in your conference. Yeah, because right now you're playing a not besides your division, you're playing a division from your conference and a division from the other conference, and then two random games. Right. So if you're adding two more games, you can just make that the other conference. Yeah. Or I mean another, another division. division. Right. You know. So I mean, it could it, it could work out in in the NFL's favor. The NFL might be going that route just because you know I mean. The preseason does drag on. Mm-hmm. People are cool with it for the first two weeks, honestly. And then after the first two weeks, everybody's kind of just like, all right, bro, so when the season start? Yeah, because you know what I mean? so seen anything. I think, I think it works well in their, in their favor anyway. Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a move that should be made. Um, and then to kind of wrap up the NFL section, uh, Michael Kendricks. Man. Was uh, released by the Browns, charged with insider trading. Insider trading. Wow. Um, For those who don't know what insider trading is, that's um, a hookup. Basically. You got a plug. It's basically the plug. It's the hookup. um, In this case, he knew somebody high up in, I believe, Goldman Sachs. um, That was giving him information. Insider trading is basically like, let's say... You own a significant amount of stock in a business, and someone who works for that business um, gets a gets a tip that the business is either going to be like closing or they're going to be doing layoffs or something's going to happen to where the stock is going to plummet, and they 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 then let somebody know, hey, you should probably sell all your shares because the stock's about to plummet. That's insider trading. Um, it's a federal crime. I believe that's what Martha Stewart. Uh, got in trouble with yeah. Um, so it is that, and in Michael, in Michael Kendrick's case, what ended up happening is um. you getting filleted. Yeah, we're getting in the first quarter. Yeah, we're getting we're getting killed right now. Wow. <clears throat> Either we're not as good as we thought, or Oklahoma is better than we thought. No, Oklahoma. I heard that that, that quarterback is something serious. I mean, and they got a nice little running game. You know, he's got drafted by the. Uh, he's already drafted by a major league baseball team, so this might be his only year as quarterback for Oklahoma. And he messed up. So, essentially, like in in Michael Kendrick's case, like if a business is expanding and they got like a IPO, which is essentially like their first day selling those stocks. They'll tell them, oh, you might want to put in all your money on this and you can cash in tomorrow. So he made like $1.2 million off of that. In a couple months span, yeah. yeah. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of ironic that this happened uh, just a couple of days uh, uh, after, or well, actually the day after uh, the Hard Knocks episode aired because this past week of Hard Knocks, like he was featured – quite a lot um me and Tyler watched it and it was just ironic watching because we watched it the day after so we had already known that he was releasing it's like damn like he was like all up in the episode and stuff uh giving them tips for how to be uh 
Uh, what team did you come from? Eagles. The Eagles, yeah. Like, Yikes. Like, like, Can't wait for them to yeah. talk about that next week. Yeah, That's but, crazy. Oh, there's one more, yeah, there's one week left. Um, so, yeah, the next episode of Hard Knocks, we'll get to see all the cuts and stuff. That's going to be an interesting episode. But this past week was, was cool. Um, you, we got to see development of a few more people. We got to see Josh Gordon throwing back in the mix um, a little bit more and stuff. A man's shredded. Miles Garrett is huge. Mm-hmm. Dylan finally saw him. I was like, God damn. Big ass, He's a monster. Um, I got high hopes for the Browns this year, man. I don't know if it's just, you know, hard knock selling me a dream, but they, they look really good. Uh, they had an impressive showing against the Eagles last week. You know, four, four turnovers. They had four turnovers. The defense had four turnovers in the first half against the Eagles offense. Um, yeah, I think I think they're gonna be uh, they're they're definitely on the the upward climb right now. Man, I just I just like them. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I think they're gonna have a great year. Um, I I still think they're gonna make it to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I've been saying that for quite some time uh, now, so I'm Ter- not gonna change now. Tyrod Spaz, so we're calling him Tyrod. Tyrod, he called himself Tyrod. I'm calling him Tyrod. Yeah, he um, Tyrod. So in the game, it was like the first drive too. Like he uh, he got hit and he fell out of bounds and he landed on his his pinky and dislocated his pinky. And like you got to hear them put it back into place. Who dislocated their pinky? Tyrod. Oh my god! It was on his non throwing hand. Oh my gosh! But you got like because he's mic'd up, so when he's in the tent, he's like, "Oh my hand!" And like the fucking dumbass coaches are like, "You feel it up in your shoulder?" He's like, "Nah, it's my hand, bro. It's my hand. It's only in my hand." And like you got to hear them pop the pinky back in. I mean, you don't hear it pop, but you hear like Tyrod like screaming when they did it. Oh boy! But they basically took him to the back, taped him up. Like, he threw one ball, caught one ball. I was like, yeah, went back out. So, they ended up putting him back into the game uh, when he went back out and stuff. So He's a tough guy, man. Yeah. Um, it was cool to see Hugh Jackson shut down media immediately when asked about if uh, he's considering giving uh, Baker first-team reps. And Hugh Jackson was like, no, 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 no. You guys keep asking me this, and I keep telling you, no. Tyrod's the guy. Tyrod has – the scheme that he needs to be figuring out. Baker's doing good with the second rounders or with the second team. If anything were to happen and we need to bring him up, we'll do it then. But as of right now, the answer is no. So, good. Hugh Jackson is on it right now. He understands this year is his contract year. <laughs> he needs to get it together yeah. now. Yeah. So, then, it, it, it's, it's good to see that he's taking a the bull rider reigns, so to say. Right. And then, like, the last thing they did, uh, I guess the rookies, because I guess the rookies, like, every year they have to do, like, some kind of talent thing or whatever. They did uh, a bunch of parodies of stuff that we've seen in earlier episodes. Like, they did a parody of the Jarvis Landry uh, thing where he was going off on all the receiving room. They did a parody of uh, one of the, the defensive linemen who's into, like, this big, like, money-saving, like, thing or whatever. Like, they they uh baker did a parody of the gm and stuff so it was yeah they spashed yeah cleveland browns is swagged out though i know you've seen their uh personalized air monarchs yeah Devin johns is five yes yeah. yes yeah. i'm gonna show you a picture ladies and gentlemen i'm about to show 
<laughs> Dylan. While Solana's doing that, so yeah. So we'll see this upcoming episode who, quote-unquote, earns their stripes mm-hmm. on the team because, you know, they're all playing with the solid orange helmet. I wonder if there's going to be people who don't have stripes. No. Everybody who makes – they said everybody who makes the 53-man roster is going to get a stripe. Oh, okay. But yeah. they should have been giving them stripes out during the preseason. That's what I – yeah. Yeah. Dylan said that and I was I completely agree because that would give people motivation to ball. Like, damn. That's 15 people already got their stripes. That's 15 less open spots, bro. Your motor is out here eating. Ladies and gentlemen, Dylan is looking at the Air Monarchs, the Cleveland Brown editions. He wears those. They just wear this on their feet just to walk around there? It's not they. It's like really the front office that does that, especially the GM. The GM be cooling, dog. Oh, that was another thing that I meant to bring up. The GM is like really involved in the team. Yeah, so he, um, like he was out on the field like helping the players during practice and stuff. Like, helping them with, like, fumble drills, like, trying to hit the ball out and stuff. So, he's, like, very physically, like, out there wanting to be with the team and stuff. So, I think that's I think that's another good thing. And that'll help, that'll help with this, um, the disparity that's going on in a lot of other teams in the NFL. For instance, the Dallas Cowboys, where Jerry Jones is Jerry Jones and his kingdom mm-hmm. looking at his peasants. Whereas, oh, my gosh. Whereas John Dorsey is, uh, nice. Whereas John Dorsey is, is down there on the field with his guys, that's more of that family, you know, that family bond that a lot of players are looking for. Mm-hmm. You know, it gives them that sense of like, okay, like this guy cares about me. He's on the field sweating with me right now, trying to help make me better. It makes me want to do more. So I think I think that's dope. And that's all I got for the NFL. Fuck the Raiders. I still wow, love y'all. Wow, y'all wow, wow, team, wow, 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 wow. I'm hurting. Right Whoa. Now. Yeah, we can see that you're hurting, big dog. Sorry, guys. Jeez, Louise. That was really aggressive. It was very aggressive. I think you owe a couple of the Raiders an apology. You should have right. said the front office. Like, you can't be saying F like Bruce Irvin and. and, and no, no, no. And, yeah. And, sorry. And sorry to the players. The players, I don't mean this, but. You should be the, the most upset at Gruden. Yeah. Fuck you, Gruden. Hey, but he got a master plan. He better have a fucking master he plan. Shawty on his mind. And he ain't got none but sweat inside this hand. So as you look down in his pocket, all, all the money is spent. But he don't give a shit. Shawty priceless. Tell you like this. I just agree. All around the world. <laughs> I just disagree I with his whole around the world. Hold up. Hold up. I think his plan on another track. He did. Uh, let's move on. Before That'll be all right, bro. Bro, see. We'll see. Things will turn around. Yeah, I got the Gruden Meister. Yep. And I mean, he's great schematically. It's just his philosophies on players. Like, he believes in bringing in these these old veteran players, which is why the Raiders for so many years had the oldest roster in the league because he brings in these guys that are in their 11th, 12th, 13th years to fill in these positions of need. And it's like, yo, like, we need to be building up this younger talent. And we're bringing in a Dominique Rogers Cromartie who retired – at the end yeah, of the season. He sure did retire. So we, we bring him in and cut our... How old is he? Dominique Rogers Cromartie. He's not that old. He's got to be in no, his young 30s. But still, but he's in his 11th year as a he's corner. In, he's in his young 30s, And 30s. it's like... And, but we cut our second round pick from last year because he was hurt. Where the big bird. And it's like... Well, like, I don't know. I just kind of just fundamentally disagree with the philosophy, but it is what it is. So let's just move on to... Uh, College football. The N C A A 
the, the NC double A, the Nkunel. So the season has began officially. The Nka. And uh, just wanting to ask you guys, do you have any early outlooks for the season so far? FAU will get blown out by Oklahoma. Well, we're watching the game right now. <laughs> um, it's still the first quarter, man. Fuck. Yeah, it's really You might have been down 28 nothing in the first quarter, man. Yeah. That shit crazy. Yeah, they're, they're, um, they're doing pretty dang good. Oklahoma, Oklahoma might be better than we're giving them credit for it. They might, they might have something. Um, I think LSU is going to have a good year. And it starts, uh, it starts on uh, tomorrow against the U. Yeah, the U. It's all about the U. Even though I picked, the, I picked, the I picked the U to win that game. We'll get to that later. But um, I th- yeah, I think LSU is going to have a good year this year. LSU just always needed a quarterback. That's all it's been. The, and, and LSU is is kind of like one of those programs where if you really look at the talent that they've had and the fact that they haven't translated any of it to at least the SEC championship is kind of disappointing. Like, they had Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. in the same... That's really crazy. ...receiving core. And Pappy. Pappy was on that team, too. Pappy was on that team. That was around the time with Honey Badger. Oh, yeah. yeah. Honey Badger and Pappy. And they had a ton of awesome And then they also had uh, Leonard Fournette. So they've had some players come through. So we'll see if the talent translates now. Um, early outlook for you guys. I think this year might be the year that we could potentially could potentially see a team compete with Alabama. Potentially. Now I will say this. If they put that more, when they put that man Tua in that backfield, they're going to be putting out like 50, 60 points on teams. No questions asked. Now, wow. Why were you out of here? Jim was just looking at the receiver all the time. He didn't even look for the ball, that's, bro. Uh, that's Hollywood Brown. He's from the crib. Jim didn't even look for the ball. Look at him. He doesn't even look wow. for the ball Ladies and gentlemen, all. we're watching Hollywood Brown just put this look, case on. Look, just look at this praying. This just look at him praying. What the fuck, man? He came down with it, too. What kind of defensive coverage was that? Marquise Brown. I forget what high school he went to, but I know he's from down here. He's from the crib. I'll take a look and let y'all know. Um, I'm interested in seeing what's going to happen with... He went to Chaminade. Just can't tackle, bro. I want to see what's going to happen as far as Power 5 football is concerned. Um, because I believe that the Big Ten has caught up. Well, not the Big Ten. I'm sorry. I feel like the ACC has caught up with the Big Dogs, who's the Big Ten and the SEC. I do feel that way personally. So it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to do the 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 top four this year. I still think the Pac-12 is the odd team out. I do. Um, now Stanford, if Stanford can make a run at it. Stanford could possibly get into the top four, but that's really all depending on if they can have their season clean. Um, Wisconsin, I still have them as one of my favorites. 
The University of Wisconsin is always fire. You want to hear something interesting about the University of Wisconsin? For the last 25 years, the University of Wisconsin hasn't even had a top 40 recruiting class. However, in the last, in that same amount of time, they finished top 25 every single year. And this year, they have three preseason All-Americans in their offensive line, right? And their offensive line is so good that their running back, uh, Jonathan Taylor, mm-hmm. he had, like, you know, when you have seven or eight men in the box, you're purposely there to stop the run. He had about 18, 1900 yards rushing. Guess how many of those yards came against seven or eight men in the box? Take a guess. Out of 18, 1900 yards, how many yards of it do you think came against seven or eight men in a box? 1,500. Yeah, that's about right. 1,699 <sighs> yards. When there's seven or eight men in the box, in that's the how box. many yards that he's getting. And you you got to watch these. You got to watch these University of Wisconsin uh, linemen, too. It's like poetry in motion. It, it's crazy how well they play together. Um but I mean it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a good year. Very competitive year. There's a lot of good teams this year. That's one thing I will say. This year there are a lot of good teams. So it's gonna be interesting to see how how things go. Um as far as FAU is concerned, I still have a lot of promise for them. FAU wins the conference. But we're we're losing right now 28 to zero. In the first quarter, there's still four seconds left. So I'm going to just take this time to, to, to do my FAU minute. Um, let's let's get the trunk ready. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Hold on. Let me get some tears out the way. All right. Let's go. It's Oklahoma. So, you know, I'm, I'm saying this on a somber note. I definitely had FAU chosen as my upset alert of the week. Um, did I actually really think that FAU was going to upset the Oklahoma Sooners? No, I did not. But I have so much faith in my alma mater that I really thought that we were going to be able to at least compete. Um, it means that we got some ways to go, but it's all good because we're still going to win the conference. We're still going to get to the bowl game. We're still going to make it happen. And you know how it goes when you're playing winning football in paradise. F-A-U. And uh, that's hilarious. So anyway, shout out to shout out to to FAU for taking on this game as their first game. Um, this is a hell of a game to take on first when you're a program trying to win. Um, Oklahoma got some man. That that's 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 what I'm gonna say there. Um, what about you guys? You guys got any early Heisman favorites? Early Heisman favorites. Y'all see anybody that y'all like? People that y'all looking forward to seeing? Not yet. I got to see the first couple weeks because I don't really know players like that yet. So. Okay. Dylan? Say it again? Any early Heisman favorites? No, I don't know. So, I have a couple for you guys. If Tua gets on the field quickly, he'll be a Heisman favorite. Um, Kyler Murray, the quarterback for Oklahoma, he's special. We seen him. We seen him make some crazy plays already. 
So he's he's got a good potential to get there. Um, Jonathan Taylor, running back for Wisconsin. He's one of my early Heisman favorites, as well as Bryce Love. He didn't have a great game yesterday because they, I mean, they game plan for him. But I think he'll still be a Heisman favorite when it's all said and done. Um, those are the guys that I'm looking at. Devin uh, Singletary. Motor can be there, but I need Motor to get like 150 and a touchdown against Oklahoma. Even if they lose, even if the score is like 56-14, if, if Motor can get like 20 carries, 150 to 160 yards, a touchdown or two, we can get the ball rolling there. Because right. now it's like, okay, this, this boy is nice. I mean, I, I know he's already got over 60 yards rushing in the first quarter. So it could, it could amount to something. I mean, the kid is special. He's good. He's real good. Um, the NCAA, they uh, – well, moving on. The NCAA cleared Michigan State in the Larry Nasser football and basketball investigations. How do you guys feel about um, Michigan State getting clearance personally? Um, and oh, what was the whole incident? So, just, just a quick Larry Na- Larry Nasser worked for Michigan State. Okay. So, he, what they're saying is a lot of people in Michigan State was aware of what he was doing. Wait, was he the one who was um touching like touching all the uh, gym, gymnasts yeah, yeah. I knew that and, and stuff like that? Scary um, Larry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit! And they knew about it. Well, yeah, that's that's what that's what's being said. Like it was known in Michigan State. Michigan State and people looking for yeah in all aspects. Of yeah, there's something else with like twelve players. They probably just need to take all their shit away. Twelve players got suspended or some shit. Yeah, Michigan State. Michigan State has been. They yeah, been, they've been they the ones like selling apparel and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, them and uh, University of North Carolina also. Um. I mean, I personally feel like, hey man, shout out to FAU getting national TV time right now, baby. But um, you know the the bottom line is, is that uh, I feel like I don't know if I'm a fan of them getting cleared without no punishment because you're giving you're giving the establishment more power, right? You understand what I'm saying? Like you, you. There's no way that nobody at Michigan State knew what this man was doing, and I, I get the whole idealism. Like, all right, bro. If he doesn't say anything to anybody, then nobody knows. So I get the practicality behind that. Like, well, shoot. As the establishment, if nobody from the from the establishment is speaking up, what do you want us to do? Which again is understandable, but still, I, I, I do feel like there there had to be some sort of punishment levy just to even things out it don't gotta be it don't gotta be nothing crazy it don't gotta be no death penalty or nothing like that but i mean something so at least you're giving the you're giving the establishment a reason to investigate Mm. or to keep charge of their employees right because if you do nothing if you own a company dylan and buddha and you guys didn't know something that was happening in your company and you don't get in trouble for it, you're not going to put any protocol forth to, to better your employees, would you? Mm. I, don't, I don't think I would either. However, if, 
you had an employee that was out here robbing banks or doing whatever and he got caught. And I'm like, yo, because he was a part of your company, right? I'm not going to give you jail time, but I'm going to fine you. And you got to pay this fine. And if you don't pay this fine, then you will get jail time. I guarantee you, you're going to you're gonna find a way to make sure that doesn't happen to you anymore, right? And, and I feel like when you're a successful program like Michigan State, as most successful programs are, you don't care about what these guys are doing. You just want to win. You want championships. You want money. You want the sponsorships. You want the things that are going to make your school and your program great. I mean, look at it from a high school level. You got a whole bunch of coaches who shouldn't be out there coaching, but they're coaching anyway because they're getting you to playoffs, potentially state championships, right? Um, So, you know, I mean, I think I just don't agree with it. Mr. Meyer. I just don't agree with it. Um, Yeah, it's it's the same concept as Urban Meyer, too. Urban Meyer got suspended four games. Four games, no, three games. He has to spend the three games, and they're not even important games. They're sure. they're randoms. <laughs> so like, it's not even. Is that even really a punishment? Are you gonna have a coach be accountable for his other coaches? You're not. It's not a. It's not a levyable punishment. Now, if they were to sit there and be like, "All right, bro, you're missing three quarters of the season. We're gonna suspend you for eight games, nine games." I bet your coach is gonna sit there now and be like, "Hey, but dog." You're a great offensive coordinator, but I know what you've done in your past, and you got to get you got to get the whole out of here. So, it'll be interesting to see if if things move forward. But um, anyway, something that I wanted to talk to you guys about that that Loki grinded my gears that I wanted to share with you all. It really grinds my gears. It really does. Like it's it's crazy. So, I'm a run the schedule of Clemson. That shit's crazy. For you guys. So, Clemson has potentially good games on here, potentially, if teams are to get into the rankings. But as of right now, Clemson's schedule is, and I repeat, all right, Dylan, would you consider Clemson a top 10 team? Yes. Are you also a fan of top 10 teams playing top 10 talent at some point in time during the season? Mm-hmm. Okay. Clemson's schedule. They're playing Furman right now. Next week, they got Texas A&M. Who with Jimbo Fisher, might they might have something. After that, Georgia Southern. After that, Georgia Tech, Syracuse, Wake Forest, North Carolina State, which is their ACC schedule. Number 19, Florida State. Jeez, Louise. Louisville, Boston College, Duke, and South Carolina. They're playing one ranked team this year. One. So my question to you is, my question to you is, let's say Clemson rides it out and wins and also wins the ACC championship. Do you feel with a schedule like that, they should be in the discussion for the national championship? No. No, I, I. I mean, they go undefeated. They number two in the country so right now. Did, fucking UCF went undefeated last year, and Wisconsin went undefeated also. And Wisconsin they didn't see went the top undefeated. Four. They didn't see it. 
No, I don't care. I don't care that you're Clemson. I, that, that's that's ridiculous. Happens for Bama. Yeah. Bama, Bama, Bama always Bama, gets a sewer schedule too. But Bama gets the Bama gets the <laughs> good old boy SEC love. So they they always get that, and then the SEC championship game is always against a really good, strong team. So it always propels them to the front. Clemson might not get that, but they can. With the U, yeah, Bama's Bama's at least going against three currently ranked teams this year. Who are they? Um. LSU, Mississippi State, and Auburn. Mm, Auburn and LSU. Two teams that when they play them could be ranked in the top ten. Yeah, Alabama, they're playing uh, Louisville tonight. Auburn could lose this one. They got Arkansas State. I think Auburn wins. Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Louisiana, Arkansas, Missouri, Tennessee, LSU, Mississippi boring State. Ass LSU State. Yeah. The, 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 boring ass LSU That's a SEC schedule. The Citadel and Auburn. That, they whoop, and I'm tired of them giving them the SEC thing. It's like you whoop these teams every year like they right. these other regular teams that you play. So, obviously, they're not that. Uh, it's not the Tim Tebow SEC of old. Yeah, the T- uh, it's crazy. Like, all those other games sound lame and shit. Arkansas, Tennessee, all those teams you might That's, But that's why that shit makes it seem rigged as far as who ends up getting your top. So you're basically guaranteeing like some of these top teams damn near undefeated seasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, all right, granted, Ohio State sees Oregon State, Rutgers, number 16, TCU, Tulane, number 10, Penn State, Indiana, Minnesota, Purdue, Nebraska, number 11, Michigan State, Maryland, and number 14, Michigan. So, as of right now... The teams you named were teams that got fired for that ass. As of right now, their schedule looks pretty good because Ohio State going... I mean, because Michigan going to run you something. Maryland going to run you something. Michigan State, Nebraska going to run you something. Purdue ain't trash. Minnesota definitely ain't trash. Indiana will upset you if you sleep on them. Penn State is in the running for the Big Ten Championship. And then they got TCU, who's no slouches. I mean, the only cupcake teams really is Oregon State, Tulane, and Rutgers. So uh, every game is competitive. So that's a team, if they do run if they do run the table, even if they lose one game, I could potentially see them still being in that top four yeah. discussion. I mean, there's some – I mean, the scheduling is created – like, there's some games that are made, like, years in advance. Like, you know, there's there's teams who have home and away set up for, like, 2021. Cool. Um, the athletic director is the person who's primarily in charge of that. Um, and, I mean, sometimes you just got to – you got to really look at what you what you have and, and how much money is your program bringing in. Like, Alabama and, and Clemson are at a place now. It doesn't matter – it doesn't matter who they play. They're going to put butts in seats regardless. So I don't need to play teams to make money. I'm already number two in the country. So if I went out, what you going to deny me? You know what I mean? Unless there's two other champions that just have a stronger schedule than me. But I mean, Facts. it is it is what it is. I mean, the, the poor scheduling is, is bothersome. I would like to see better 
marquee games. Like, I do like what we have this week as far as, like, Michigan versus Notre Dame and LSU versus Miami, Florida State versus Virginia Tech. I like those games. Louisville and Alabama should have played when they have Lamar. They know what they was doing. <laughs> hey, let's not do that. They know they know what they were doing. Petitioning to lose the first game of the year. So <laughs> you know. That'd be tragic. I'm looking at like I like seeing the ranked teams that they're gonna well, play. I've never played Georgia first week of the year. Damn it doesn't play Georgia at all. Because they're probably sitting there saying we're gonna see him in the SEC championship game. Mm-hmm. Wait, do they see each other in the championship game or are they both in the same in the same, uh, they can't be in the same thing because they don't play each other. I think Alabama could have played Georgia this week. That's crazy. Yeah, Alabama's in the SEC West, whereas Georgia's in the SEC East. So we can meet. We can meet in the championship game. Well, I don't need to meet, play the first, first week. I like it. Meet first week. I like it. You know, the thing, I I think on top of that, too, like a lot of us were spoiled by NCAA, the football game, Mm -hmm. because you can schedule all the tough teams and make a schedule. I should be like, oh, I watch the schedule only. I need this. I think think you're going to get picked from certain teams. Like, I need to get them. They're the highest ranked on here. Yeah. I think think top 10 teams should have to play at least three top 10 teams in the season. That'd be cool. That'd be a cool. Say, that'd be a cool rule to add. And I would see. I would say at least top, six. I would say at least six total ranked teams. Top ten when the season starts. Yeah. 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 I agree. I agree. I think there are some things that you gotta levy. Like I just don't think it's cool if you have a team that, like, for example, let's say you have a team that goes ten and two. But they have four wins against ranked teams, right? And they didn't make it to the championship game because the two games they lost was in their conference, right? Mm-hmm. However, you got a team that went 12-0, and 0, won their conference, but played two ranked teams. That team that's 10-2 and 2 should get a higher ranking than the team that's 12-0. and 0. That's just how I personally felt. I always felt that way. So I think there should be... Some kind of, some kind of, not punishment, but there's got to be some kind of ramification for not having a hard schedule. Yeah. It's got to be. That's just personally how I feel when it comes to that. So, I mean, I think that's that for poor scheduling, man. Facts. Speaking of sports, speaking of poor scheduling, we got week one picks. We do. Speaking of poor scheduling. That's what I do, big dog. I'm All the right. man of terrible segues. Speaking of terrible segues, Buddha, take it away. So some of these games are already done, and by the time people listen to this, all of them might well not most well, not all of them, most of them, whatever. Anyways. So week one picks are in. I have all of your guys' picks for the games. I'm gonna go through them. We're gonna do just like we did last year. Uh, the top twenty-five teams. Um, we do the picks for and I'll keep track throughout the year and we'll see who wins it all. And that's I believe you won it. Last year. Last year I did win it. Yeah. Um because I did win it last year, I think this year I'm okay with not winning it. I just want to take more risks. Honestly, I'm I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. I'm not even trying to make this a funny thing or whatever. Last year we were doing it with me, you, and B. Shout out to B. Um I really was being super safe <laughs> with my picks because I used to be the guy to sit there and be like, I want this to be my upset alert, but I'm not. 
I'm gonna ride with this instead. But I think this year I'm really gonna run with my upset alerts. Okay, year. I think so. I think I'm gonna run with champ. It. You can do that. All right, then you're gonna lose. I'm probably gonna I'm, I'm probably gonna lose really bad. I, I might get last place this so, year. Why would you wanna lose? I like risks. He's I a, do. He's I'm not a pussy. I'm a risk taking guy. Like <laughs> off topic, when we was doing our, we forgot to tell everybody that we did a a fantasy draft this past week. We did, and I was taking risks all in that draft. I took a defense. What sixth round, fifth round? Mm-hmm. I took a defense sixth round. I took a tight end the fourth round. Taking a defense sixth round is not a risk. Just took Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, that's a risk. I don't know what you took that man for. I, bro, I took him like the twelfth round. Ain't got no quarterback in Tampa Bay. Took him like the twelfth round. You I mean, can't if you got him the twelfth round, that's true. Yeah, it's twelfth round. I got. Listen, here's what I did. I got Tom Brady the third round, and then I followed it up with Gronk the fourth round. Everybody started taking tight ends after that. Well, that's because I, I did because I knew I, I had to get Travis Kelsey, otherwise he was about to be gone. <laughs> I had no choice but to take a tight end. I was like, well, there we go. It's begun. And like, then grab him for a while. Not two rounds. Two rounds later, every 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 episode. Every episode, we gotta have it. So, and then two rounds later, I was thinking about it, and I was like, "Yo, there's only three defenses that's really gonna be out here putting up points. Let me just go and grab them now." So then I went and I grabbed the Jaguars defense, and sure enough, everybody else went and grabbed the defense. There's a guy on our there's a guy in our league who's got three defenses right now. Yeah, that just crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that shit was kind of crazy. Enough. I was like, bro, what are you doing? We're your friends. All right, so let's get into these picks. Um, I'll let you guys say who you picked, and if you don't remember, just ask me, and I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, so the first game we had uh, number eight Miami at number twenty five LSU. I took Miami. The U. It's all about the U. All right. Um, we have Bowling Green at number 24, Oregon. 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 Number 23, Texas at Maryland, Texas. 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 Number 22, Boise State at Troy. Boise State. Boise State. Boise. That Texas Maryland is a track game, though. Know? Yeah? Easily. Okay. Um, number 21, UCF at UConn. We all took UCF. They won. Yes, sir. Uh, number 20, Virginia Tech at number 19, FSU. I got FSU, baby. FSU. I got Virginia Tech. Um, SF Austin at number 18, Mississippi State. I got um, Stephen F. Austin. Mississippi uh, State. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay. So we all took Mississippi State. <laughs> uh <laughs> Tennessee at number seventeen, West Virginia. West, West Virginia. Let me let me get West Virginia for five hundred, Alex. All right. Uh, Southern at number sixteen, TCU. North. I've got Western. <laughs> TCU. TCU. I've got the Texan Texas Christian University Horn Frogs um, for five hundred, Alex. UNLV at number fifteen, USC. USC. I have the University of Southern California over the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Number 14, Michigan at number 12, Notre Dame. It's going to be a good game. I have. Uh, did I have Notre Dame? Nope. You I took Michigan. Michigan. That's the one you went back and Notre forth about. Dame. I got Michigan. I got Notre Dame. Mish again. 
Oh yeah, I got Michigan because they got them, them nice burgers that they do at their tailgates. Wait, what? You been to a Michigan game? Michigan UM. The Orange Bowl a couple years ago. Oh, and they have burgers? They're like the Michigan homemade, like the Michigan people flew. Whoever didn't do their burgers at their tailgates over there, they flew over. And they had a burger spot. They had like a whole showing. It wasn't even selling them. That's how good them shits was. Yeah. They were just giving people tastes. I was like, I'll give you 20. <laughs> Gave me a whole burger. Nice. Um, San Diego State at number 13, Stanford. Stanford. Nice, Stanford on that thing. That's uh, Stanford. Uh, Utah State, actually, at number 11, Michigan State. Um, Man, Michigan State Michigan, almost. All, yeah, Michigan State. They almost, almost lost that. that L. Michigan State now. <laughs> um, Appalachian State at number 10, Penn State. I would say App State because they have no. He graduated, so he's not doing them. Yeah, he gone. I know you talking about. Yeah, Penn State. Penn State, bro. Number six, Washington at number nine, Auburn. I took Washington. Auburn. Auburn. I can see why you would take Washington. Yeah, Washington is slept on, but I think Auburn still takes it. FAU at number seven, Oklahoma. Upset alert. I got Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Nels took FAU. I did take FAU, man. Hey, it's only the second quarter, baby. You yeah, bro, they're only down 35 nothing. Hey, listen, it's only seven scores, man. Five scores. Yeah, I mean, they are about to score again, though. Yeah, man, that's crazy. All right. Um, Oregon State at number five, Shout Ohio State. Ohio State. Ohio State. Shout out to who, bro? Aaron talking about Oklahoma's not that good. Then who said Oklahoma's not that good? Aaron. Aaron. Wait, what? Said Oklahoma. Shout out to Aaron for having no idea about sports. Duh. <laughs> uh, Western Kentucky at number four, Wisconsin. 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 I can get you a mansion um, somewhere in Wisconsin. Austin, is it P or Pay? P A. P. Austin P at number three, Georgia. Georgia. Come on now. Georgia. Georgia. Yep. Uh, Furman at Clemson, number two. Clemson. 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 And then Louisville at number one, Alabama. 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 Alabama balls. All right. So those are the picks. We'll see how they panned out next week. Okay, so. Yeah. So Major League Baseball, honestly, updates. Same thing as last week. Um, I mean, I mean, technically, it is. It's it like is a it's like a month left in the season, right? It's a month left in the season, man. And standings, I mean, are relatively the same. It's really a back and forth right now between the Diamondbacks and the Dodgers, and they're in a series right now, a weekend series right now. And the Dodgers won, so now they're one game from being first place in the NL West, one game away. Um, the Cardinals have passed the Brewers now. So the Cardinals are now number two in the NL Central. And I believe they're number one in the wild card. Phillies are trying to catch up to the Braves. They're still two games behind, so that's dead. Astros and Athletics are still fighting it out to the end. They have a 1.5 game differential between the two of them going into the last month. The Indians and the Red Sox have pretty much locked it up for the most part. 
there was a little scare when the Red Sox lost a couple of games in a row and the Yankees went like six, six out of seven. So people were like, oh, man, there's still enough time in the season for the Yankees to make a run. But the Red Sox are winning again. Um, am I missing anything? Nope. The Rockies are still in it. I forgot about the Rockies. Rockies are a game and a half back. So between first, second, and third, the NL West is split by a game and a half. And that's what I got for you for MLB updates. Bet. <laughs> I was waiting for these playoffs. Oh, the playoffs this year are gonna is gonna be so good. Wild card games is gonna be the best one. It's gonna be the best games. Dumb lit. I already know it. Dumb lit. I already know it. Dumb lit. Yes. Dumb lit. Is it time? It's time. It's time. Um, time. One more thing I meant to announce during the NFL section. Next week is where we're gonna be doing our big uh, predictions as far as the end of the year awards. So. Guys, make sure we come prepared. Next week, we're going to go through all the usual, you know, MVP, Offensive Player of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year, Rookie of the Year, Comeback Player of the Year, all that good shit. Well, what league? Coach it for the NFL. Oh. Yeah. Nice. I got you. For sure. I'm excited about that. Facts. Mm, We still got to set up the draft for the Balls Fantasy Football League. Today will probably be a great day to text everybody and see when they're available. Facts. Indeed. Um, is it time now? Yes. For underrated bars of fame? Yes. So I had, I, listen, I know I've done this guy like four times, oh but the reason why I've done this guy so many Jay-Z. times. No, 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 no. Kanye West. No, I've not, I've done, I have done Young, young Jeezy. Wow. Cole. No, Cole. J. Cole. Um, so the reason is because. 1985. No. Power Trip. No. 1985. 1985 is really good, but 1985 gets the most love off that album. Crooked Smile. No. ATM. ATM. Reason why I'm doing ATM is because people hear the beat and they're caught up with the beat. Right. But they don't really look at the flow style and the things that he's saying. His flow is sick on that shit. Uh, It's ridiculous. It's, It's already on underrated bars of fame because people don't talk about that song like the five that it is. They just talk about the Canada, Canada, exactly. Canada, Canada. So he goes, I, I'm, I'm, I'm probably, it's two verses. So it's not too bad. I, I don't have to do the big bills, big bills. Right, right, right. right. So he goes, I know that it's difficult. I'm sacking this paper. It's sort of habitual. I blow the residual and in your bitch, like it's part of the ritual. Pardon the visual. But money you give me a hard on is typical. I want it in physical. A million dollars I count up in intervals. Without it, I'm miserable. Don't want to fall off so I'm all in my bag. Thinking God like it's biblical. I know it's going to solve every problem I have. I bought on the principle. Remember the teachers was all on my ass. Now look at them pitiful. And all of a sudden, I'm so good at math. Count it up. Count it up. The, the, What's amazing about that is, if you listen to that verse, the man is doing all of these complex rhyme schemes, and he's literally doing it to you like he's having a conversation with you, which is, to me, utterly amazing, right? And he goes, proceed with caution, 
I heard if you chase it, it only results in a hole in your heart. Fuck it, I take the whole cake and I won't leave a portion. It's only an organ. Thank God mama couldn't afford the abortion. The loneliest orphan. I flip my misfortune and grow me a fortune. My rollie is scorching. Them niggas that hate it is slowly endorsing. Now call he important. My niggas beside me like Tommy and Martin. We ball on your court and then skin on your bitch like we Tanya Harden. She don't need her garments. She horny from all of the money we counting. Count it up. Count it up. Count it up. Count it. Mm. Underrated bars of fame. Go back and listen to that song again. That's a goat. He's on his way, bruh. I know everybody on the Kendrick train, and that's cool and all, but Cole is that guy. Oh, yeah. Cole is that guy. And that's it for Underrated Bars of Fame, y'all, bus. Uh, one thing I would recommend, anybody interested, a lot of people don't even realize it happened, Eminem dropped an album yesterday. That shit is fire. Kamikaze? Yeah, bro. Um, he's basically clapping back at everybody who talks shit on his uh, revival album. Mm-hmm. Like, he names people. Like, he's... Charlemagne. Yeah, Joe Budden. Um, he talks about everybody pretty much. Mm-hmm. So, it was, it was a good album. Good body of work. Not gonna lie. I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Man, we had nothing from the W... W... E... No real updates right now. Soon. The what? what? Nothing from the what? Nope, nothing from the umba either. Nah. Yeah, might care about no not, a, not a damn about the umba, 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 umba. I mean, this is really the dead part of the year. Yeah. There's not really going to be much moves made. Um, Everybody's getting prepped up for the preseason. He does it better. Football is on. Yeah. This is true, too. So it's about time. It's football time. Football basketball gets plenty of time. Basketball heads take y'all ass to LA Fitness yep. every day. Football so time. Basketball season starts back Football season. Yeah. I feel like it came back quick this year. Oh, I have I have another set of underrated bars of fame for you guys. Hold on. Hold on, I gotta get it together. Hold on. Hold on. Can I say one? That thing that I was telling you that Eminem said? Go ahead, bro. He has this line where he's basically talking about, like, his lyricism not known, you know, people basically saying he, they don't know if he got it no more like that and mm-hmm. whatever. And it's a lot of these people that have had ghostwriters and shit. Saying this, so in this one song called Fall, Eminem says, All I know is I wrote every single word of everything I ever murdered. Time to separate the sheep from goats, and I got no faith in your writers. I don't believe in ghosts. Mm. Are you ready for mine? Mm. Well, you only need the light when it's burning low, only miss the sun when it starts oh to my snow. Gosh. Only know you love her when you let her go. Only know you've been high when you're feeling low. Only hate the road when you're missing home. Only know you love her when you let her go. Okay, guys. And you let her go. That's what's up. Oh, whoa. That's what's up. Oh, whoa. That's what's up. And you let her go. Okay. Oh, whoa. Okay. Oh, whoa. We let him go. 
Bro, we're the ones that's gonna help you get over this. I bro. know we'll be all right. I'm still I'm still gonna wear the Khalil Mack jersey to the Dolphin Raider game. You got to. You're not. You got to. I called my dad just so everybody knows. I called my I'm dad. I'm trying to go to the Jacksonville bro, Patriots game. Whose jersey? We should run. I'm down. I'm down for that. I'm very down for that. You know, I'm mad we can't go to the FAU UCF game. Why not? It's on a Friday. It's at night though. Friday night. Don't you have games on Friday nights? What what year? What day is that? But I st- no, I still won't be able to make it. It what? starts at seven thirty on Friday night. I gotta work at five. Yikes! Dylan will be able to make it. I won't. I was thinking it was a Saturday this whole time. I was thinking we'd be able to go up there, tailgate all day. Dang, I thought it was out. a Saturday. I mean, you can still make it. I'm good. All you gonna do is miss like the first quarter. There's no point. So go for three quarters and drive back. I wanted to go for like the full like. Yeah, the experience. Yeah, 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 yeah I hear you. I don't really care. I, I honestly, personally, don't really care for I the game like that. I, I was just trying to get vibe. No, shit, you bugging. I just got a promotion. Yeah, we'll see. Um, what I was gonna say. Uh, oh, sorry, I didn't mean. That. No, 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 you're good. I I just wanted to remember this because this is gonna be an interesting topic. So now, what current player's jersey are you going to get? Because you already got Derek Carr, right? I don't have Derek Carr. So you might get Derek Carr? I might get Derek Carr. Or Cooper? Um, I don't know if I got some resign Cooper. We'll see. Yikes. I'm going to get, get Derek Carr, though. Um, Mostly. I want to get a Patriots jersey too, but they never keep anybody. That's the thing. I'm not really in. I'm not really. Everybody in, gets Brady. I'm not really. In, get I'm not really invested in any of the other Raider players right now. Yeah, to where I'll get a jersey. I ain't getting no Patriots jersey. Yeah, I'm, I just I don't want to get a Brady jersey. Like Brady's great. He's cool. I just don't want to get a Brady jersey. I was gonna get a Legarrette Blunt jersey, and then I was like, oh, but they're gonna let him go, so I didn't get it. Yeah, no point. Yeah. I'm gonna get a customizable jersey. I'm gonna just get Moss. I think I'm just gonna get. I think I'm just gonna get throwbacks for, at this point. So I already have. A, I have a Jerry Rice jersey. I already have a Charles Woodson jersey. Get so a Tim I'm probably Brown gonna get a Tim Brown. I've been wanting a Tim Brown for the longest. So I'm gonna get a Tim Brown. You know, Napoleon Kaufman. Yeah, Ken Stabler, Bolitnikov, Bolitnikov. Um, nice. Lester Hayes. Lester Hayes. Nice. Jack Tatum. Mm-hmm. Nice. Marcus Allen. Yeah. Nice. A lot of selections I could choose. Nice. That's one good thing about the Raiders. Howie Long. Nice. Yeah. Bo, Howie Long jersey. Bo Jackson. You, you have to get a yeah, Bo. Because yeah, yeah. Bo knows. Yeah. Bo don't know, didn't he? Bo does know. Bo knows basketball. Bro, don't know what did about baseball. Right, what? So has the music started yet, or is this? Nah, bro, you missed. You missed the whole thing. Forty-two, nothing and a half. You you missed the whole thing. We didn't tell everybody, and they probably won't email us anymore because we've never answered any of our fan mail. But for those who still have hope that we'll answer their fan mail, where can they email us at, bro? Ballsportspodcast at gmail.com. What about if they want to find us on the gram? Balls underscore sports underscore podcast. You thought I was going to say Twitter, didn't you? Uh-huh. What about on Twitter? Balls underscore podcast. Yeah, bro. I had to keep you, I had to keep you active. Um, so with that being said, the music is on now. Um, any last words you gentlemen want to say? Yeah. Maxwell Sheffield didn't make a single appearance this show. 
Also, Maxwell Sheffield, you are missed. Anything you want to say before we go? This is your last chance to really like let it out about what happened today. This is your last, absolute last chance. Because every other time after this, it'll have to be a passing. Why? Oh, you're an ugly crier, bro. Oh, those are the worst. I just water to reach side. Oh, those are the worst criers. I hate those criers. Oh my god. All right, man. So I think I think we're all said and done, man. So uh, we out. All right, Bajos. Let's scallywag. Every day I'm working, trying to elevate my game. They try to bust me in, but I cannot be contained. One thing they go remember is my mother name. That's my mother.